This is um, Paramedic Review, Unit 14, Part 9, uh, Trauma Cases, Case Number 2. So you're dispatched to a bicycle crash in a valley. You had a 17-year-old male who had a helmet on, uh, lying on his side in a fetal position, moving all limbs, writhing in pain, face is covered in blood and his mouth is full of blood. Um, when you assess his airway, you hear gurgling. Uh, his airway obstructs when you try to place him supine. He's tachypneic. Um, skin is cool. Clam oh, I'm sorry. How come you guys aren't seeing that? Oh, there we go. Uh, skin is cool, clammy. Bleeding appears to be from his face only. He's got a rapid pulse. Cap refill is less than two seconds. And um, opens his eyes to pain. He's. Um, uh, unintelligible noises. What's a zapu at this point? It's a P? Okay, he's a P. Fair enough. And um, uh, what's your immediate priority? Yeah, Thomas? Uh, protecting yeah, protecting his airway. Good. So, how are you going to do that? Yeah, look in the mouth, suction, yeah, window. You might consider that for sure if you can't um, clear the airway with suction. If you're able to clear the airway with suction, then maybe just keep them under the back, yeah. If you're able to collar them, yeah. would that make it better for you to kind of throw them on the side anyway? Yeah, for sure. If you're going to put them in a recovery position, put a collar on. See if see if he tolerates a collar, too. Um, the other option, too, is to, you know, given his level of consciousness, we're probably going to go with spinal motion restriction, but um, under the circumstances, uh, airway takes priority, so you might consider elevating his head a little bit with a collar on. Um, so it's a bit of a judgment call. Um, okay, so his airway requires intermittent suction. He, uh, he accepts an NPA, um, and uh, jaw thrust reveals a mandibular fracture. How's he going to tolerate that collar? Probably not great, but I would try it anyway. Not unreasonable to try it. And the collar might actually splint the mandible a little bit, so, you know. Um, I would be careful about making decisions on the assumption that something's going to be uncomfortable or something's not going to be tolerated. So uh, a mandibular fracture, yeah, definitely sensitive, probably not going to feel comfortable with a collar, but that should not prompt you to not put a collar on. You should still put a collar on if it's appropriate and see how he tolerates before you make, you know, any assumptions. Just like... Um, Never assume that someone, if someone um, has indications for a non-rebreather mask, don't make assumptions about they're not going to tolerate it. Um, if they genuinely meet the criteria for a non-rebreather mask, put it on and see if they tolerate it. Because if you have to defend your actions, um, you will never be able to defend, didn't put an O2 mask on because I didn't think he would tolerate it. Now, if you put an O2 mask on and he didn't tolerate it and he was taking it away every time and you couldn't, you know, 
keep them from taking it away, that's an entirely different story. But if you just said, oh, I didn't give him an O2 mask because I didn't think he'd tolerate it, no, can't defend that, right? So you're gonna be careful because you'll, some of you probably already picked up some bad habits from your preceptors, hopefully mostly good habits, hopefully at least 90% good habits. But um, be careful because it's easy to pick up bad habits uh, when you start the job and uh, you can just keep picking them up over and over again until the, you reach the point where, you know, your bad habits are a uh, little on the high side. So, so now that he's, um, he's on your stretcher, his, uh, he opens his eyes to verbal, he's confused, and uh, he pulls away bilaterally to a nail bed squeeze. What's his GCS? That's taken, that's taken way too long, way too long. Okay, I heard 10 and I heard 11. It's the end of the semester. I can't do anything for you guys anymore. But the one thing you need to do is memorize the Glasgow Coma Scale. It's not difficult. You just have to commit it to memory. Just know every number. And you should be able to assess a patient and rhyme off the GCS, boom, like that, right? So do it on your drive to your shift. Do it on your drive to your interview, job interview, because uh, you should be able to rhyme it off. The last thing you want to do is be across the table from an interview <coughs> panel and they describe a scenario for you with uh, the patient's neurological status and you can't rhyme off their GCS, right? That would be not good for the patient and embarrassing for you, right? So it's not a big deal to memorize the GCS. Not a lot that you need to know cold, ice cold, but the GCS is one of them. All right, so eyes, um, eyes two, verbal two, motor four. Sorry, that's, yeah, you're right. Yeah, my apologies. I modified, yeah, I know. I, I, mo I modified the scenario and modified it incorrectly. Let's try this again. Oops. Anyway. Okay, GCS 11. 